0: And action! Welcome back to another episode of Written and Directed by. I am joined with Alexander Jacobson. I know him as Ghost. but so. Thanks for joining me today, buddy.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Of
0: course, Al, uh, Alex is a DP, a director, editor, and co-founder and creator of... Astro Creative, yeah, Astro Creative Company. Yep, that's awesome. And yep. and you're a part-time world traveler. Part-time, <laughs> part-time, <laughs> part-time. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I saw that on your Instagram. I'm like, I have to throw that in there. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Yeah, I uh, I just added that because. Um, The company, we're fortunate enough to be working with a company right now that sends us all around the world. So I just got back from South Africa. And then uh, my partner, Jason, who's the other co-owner of uh, of Astro, he actually was just in uh, Barcelona. And then he went from Barcelona to Malaysia. And then he just got back actually yesterday. So we've been all over. So part-time world traveler is actually true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So yeah. So you've been traveling because of of Astro or is that because of… Uh, some projects that you guys have been doing, or yeah,
1: so it's um it's work related. It's through Astro. Uh, we're working for a company that does uh, like motivational educational events, and we do their recap videos. Okay. And uh, so we go out and we're there for you know three years or, or three or more days. We'll be traveling for a while because it takes a while to get around. Right. But um, when we're there, we're there for like three four days, and then uh, we cut a video um, that recaps the event that they're attending, and they watch it the day they leave. So we actually are under like a it's like a high-pressure kind of thing where oh, you have to shoot and edit the whole thing before the event's finished because they watch it as the last thing they do before they leave.
0: So you're basically shooting like a 24-hour film festival every time? Pretty much,
1: yeah. It's just like a 24-hour <laughs> event festival. It's pretty cool.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, how you, how'd you get involved with that?
1: Um, that's just knowing the right people, having a good network, honestly, because okay. it's uh, a lot of the stuff that we get, it's not really even from people reaching out. It's from uh, referrals. Oh, god, gotcha. So like the most important thing like for anything honestly it's just being a decent person and, and talking yeah. to everybody and and going from there
0: because if you don't ever know who uh might connect you to somebody else down the road yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny because every time i talk to people that have gotten i mean to the smallest of anywhere it's like yeah you just gotta be a good person <laughs> just try <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: you know i mean just do just your best not to people. be a shitty person yeah exactly yeah well, so
0: it always baffles me to how how uh how far pe- shitty people do get though it yeah, is like really how strange. how how did you get yeah, here
1: especially there's always like the one or the two people that like you just know they have like yeah. a bad reputation and everything but somehow they're still like doing cool things i don't know i don't yeah. want to take anything from them obviously Yeah, they exactly, had to have done something right but yeah
0: yeah i watched a uh, a documentary on um one of my friends sent it to me it was a documentary on whether or not you need to be an asshole to be a good director oh yeah, yeah. That's have you seen one. that yeah it's a good seen? one yeah and uh, and so i i uh you you've seen it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, I see it. I see you know, like I see the line. You got there's a mm-hmm. always a line you got to teeter, but yeah. I, I'm I'm more on the nice side, you know.
1: <laughs> it's one of those things. Um, you just have to be adaptable, really, because you don't yeah. have to be all the time. But if it comes down to it, you just got to know when yeah. to flip the switch, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's always there's always times where you need to, kind of lay down the law if, mm-hmm. if it's not going the way you need it to go. Right. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm work on it. You know, so I've grown yeah. too nice of a guy. So I'm, I'm Same. I've been fine. <laughs> I've been, uh, I always, you know, let people kind of, no, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah. lately, mm-hmm. lately as things have been getting more serious, I'm like, okay, you can't do that. You gotta, gotta just, you know, you gotta mm-hmm. get your shit done. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I was doing some research on you and I, uh, I saw that uh that you worked on um some stuff for history channel in lifetime. I have no idea. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, actually that's
0: crazy.
1: Um, Well, when was the last time I saw you? Cuz I know I am pretty sure 3 years ago. Was it 2016? <laughs> Something like summer like that. 2016? So, yeah. Man, that's a long time ago. So I guess yeah, right after I think it would be right after you would have left cuz I was working in a factory then. I I like got a call um from Eric Steele, who put me in contact with uh, the—I think it was the line producer or was the uh, the field producer of a Lifetime reality show—and somebody had either just gotten fired or just quit. Eric put in a good word for me, and uh, I got a call from this guy. He's like, "Hey, I need you like tomorrow." And I was like, "That's uh. awesome." <laughs> I was like, well, I can either quit my midnight stable factory job that I hate like so much and get into what I love to do and like take the risk, or I can just play it safe. And I was like, "You know what?" I'm going into work in an hour. I'm going to go in and tell him it's my last day. And then I actually went, cause I worked through the night and I actually had to leave right from work and drive to the set. So I did pull the 24 Way. for my first day and, um, it's just a PA and, uh, I knew a lot more than just a PA. So right. eventually just kind of showed him I knew more than just how to get him a water. And, yeah. um, eventually did some AC and a little bit of camera op on uh, this lifetime show. That's awesome. Um, it never ended up airing. It was called, uh, Actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it was called, but basically, it was about um, a record label like for rap artists in Detroit. And um, it ended up getting a little too raunchy for Lifetime. Uh, This guy, he had like a couple different wives, and it was just like really kind of weird.
0: More of like a HBO show. A lot more (laughs) like an HBO or like a Real
1: Housewives or like something, something a little more. Well, it wasn't exactly what they were looking for. So it never ended up airing, but then a lot of that crew um ended up transferring right from that one to uh like two or three weeks later uh history channel show started up. that one's called detroit steel um it was about like a car restoration shop called mob steel um they had a show that was on uh another network and then that one dropped it and then history channel picked it up and changed the name up and uh we did some really cool stuff on that i was technically just a pa on that Mm -hmm. too but um i ended up doing grip work ac a little bit of camera op and, uh, yeah, that one was, that was a blast because awesome. we were out in Brighton, we were downtown, we went to some drag race tracks and they had all these cool custom cars and we were just, you know, ripping it and they had their, their own like massive steel wheel company as well. Yeah. So they just made crazy cool cars and we just got to do the coolest beauty shots. Oh, that's so all cool. this other stuff with these cars. So you... it was super Detroit.
0: That's for sure. That's awesome. Are you, <laughs> yeah. are you a, um... oh shit, fucking Alexa. Um, are you a fan <laughs> of, uh, of, uh, Grand Tour? oh i love Grant tour yeah. oh my god yeah actually yeah. it's funny
1: i didn't even know about it until um like earlier this year i was introduced to it because uh jason the other co-owner he's mm-hmm. like huge into you know the the show they had before that and all that oh stuff. yeah top gear so, yeah top gear yeah. and um like i had no idea about it and he showed me one of their compilations of just like the jokes they crack and stuff yeah and, like, holy like this is amazing like how did i never know of this yeah. but um so i've been i've been trying to catch up on it but it's, it's awesome
0: so, it yeah so my cool. uh my roommate got me into it because i had never heard of it until I started. He started showing it to me. But recently, the, uh, this, especially this season, but the, the shots that they do with like their camera work with the cars is just mind blowing. It is unreal, like, dude. I'm just so blown away every time. Like, like holy shit. How do you? How, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
1: I, honestly, though, I think I'm, I might be mistaken, but I think it was because um, what are they on Netflix? they're Let's, on amazon now amazon okay um i'm pretty sure it was just like hey we want you take as much money as you want and just do cool stuff because you guys are going to have a killer show but uh it's it's working they're yeah. doing some of the coolest stuff i think i've ever seen with yeah. her car show
0: they're getting really creative like especially they're like doing a lot of these really cool documentaries they like mm-hmm. of, like add them in a couple episodes yeah. and that's that's pretty cool um I, I'd like the, uh, I don't know if you saw it yet, but they did a whole episode in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's cool. really <laughs> funny
1: too. They only went to the parts that are super like shitty. Yeah. And then, um, I was actually, I was kind of hoping that they would do like something about how, okay, well, it's really not that bad. It's because yeah. they, I think they even used the line where it's like, it's just a, uh, a, a, like a dystopian paradise that everyone should just drive their cars through. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I mean, there's places. Yeah. But like. Yeah. It's actually it's not I, not I swear bad. it's not that bad. It's yeah. That,
0: for those yeah. for those listening, Alex yeah. lives in Detroit. I forgot yeah. to mention that. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's or I'd be there and we'd be hanging out, you know, yeah. in the same yeah. room. But uh but yeah, it's I swear it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe certain parts, but
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean he bad. said he's gonna have a little bit of a little jank to it, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, just uh, come down here. There's homeless people everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, was was that building that they um, was that where where uh, we filmed a couple scenes uh, for for Aladdin? For um, the big actually, no.
1: building. Um, it is. It's another factory like it. Okay. But uh, we were at the Packard plant, and then we went to the uh, Fisher Building, I believe. Gotcha. But that one was a Cadillac plant uh i want to say on the west side and we were mostly east side gotcha Detroit. yeah
0: it's hard to tell those buildings all look the same
1: yeah well i mean they were all used for the same thing i think they were designed by the same guy so they all kind of do look the same but uh yeah i want to find that one i want to see if the track is still in there that'd be crazy
0: that'd be awesome yeah rip rip your car through that (laughs) a little stick shift slow focus yeah (laughs) yeah that'd be fun that's awesome so I have an, another question I've been meaning to ask you for a while. Is how did you get involved with Aladdin? Like, how did you meet Matt and and get involved with that whole project? Yeah, it's
1: it's kind of actually, it's a little bit of a funny story. So um, I had just gotten out of high school, like this 18-year-old kid who, like, just fell in love with video, right? And um, my uh, my uncle, Dan Phillips, is good friends with uh, Rick Veers, the sound guy. Okay. And um, – he recommended me for Rick's uh, internship because he does that web show every
2: yeah,
1: year. Yeah. And chop uh, chop. I actually, yeah, the chop shop diaries. So actually, I, uh, I ended up interviewing and, um, you know, from hearing later, Rick was really skeptical on bringing me on. He normally doesn't take anybody under 21, all this other stuff. But, uh, you know, my uncle Dan was, was really pulling for me. And, uh, he was like, dude, just do an interview, take a look at his work, whatever. Um, so he gave me a chance and, uh, you know, the interview went really well. And he liked my work, and I actually ended up producing the uh, third season of the Chop Shop Video Diaries. Oh, cool! And it just so happened that that summer was the same summer Rick met Matt. So we used um, Matt and Lindsay to uh, actually do the cover art for the Zombie Library that we uh, we made for Sound Effects. Oh, nice. So I met them um, when they came to take reference photos of us to draw us as zombies,
2: <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> crazy. Cool.
1: But, uh, but yeah, so I met Matt that way and, um, throughout the season we did some more stuff together. So, uh, like I got to know him better. He got mm-hmm. to know me better. And, uh, by the end of the season, I had, I'd improved a lot cause I had like a crash course into everything that I wanted right. to learn. And, um, from there, uh, that was right around the time that Matt started planning, like heavily planning, uh, Aladdin 3477. So, uh, once I finished the internship, I stuck around and did some more stuff. Uh, helped train the next round of interns and then had a little bit of time off. And uh, Matt just, you know, called me up and was like, hey, you know, so I'm, I i remember telling you a little bit about this movie I want to do. And uh, I'm interested in having you like mm-hmm. DP the film. And I was like, oh, man, I just turned 19. Yeah, this is crazy. Right. <laughs> so um, we we talked more about it. He, you know, we went through interviews. He went through interviews with uh, with other DPs and other groups and mm-hmm. whatever. And, uh, for some reason he decided that, uh, it would be, it'd be fun to go with this 19 year old kid <laughs> and, uh, and just go for it. So, um, that's, that's kind of how it happened. I, I guess he saw something in yeah. me that was just like, well, I'm gonna give him a chance. I think we can really do this. And I'd say so far, you know, it's been going yeah. pretty good. We have been shooting for a long time. I mean, yeah. how many years 25, I'm 25 now. Oh, uh, God! so <laughs> you know, you know thing is though is we have one shoot day left
2: really one. It's that, there's it's one down to that. left because i remember yes. he,
0: he recently posted something he's like only x amount of days i'm like holy crap there's only that many left and now you're down yep. to one, yep. one that's day, amazing
1: one set one day and uh honestly uh i don't want to give away too much about it but it's yeah. like it's like a nightclub scene so we're just going to use it as the after party as soon as we're done shooting nice. we're gonna <laughs> use nice. it as the after party yeah but uh yeah so i mean we didn't start shooting until i like it turned 20 i think we started mm. march 24th and then it's now March 2019 is that right
0: yeah
1: wow okay yeah
0: so we've been doing it for a while (laughs) and so you guys so you've been shooting so long that I think if I remember correctly what Matt was because I talked to him a couple months ago um, that he just decided to turn him into like a trilogy series or something right Um,
1: yeah it's a trilogy series now Uh, we have three films in total Uh, obviously that's what a trilogy is yeah but um, is it i'm pretty sure last time (laughs) i checked at least yeah but um but yeah so uh yeah initially he had he had imagined that it all all would fit into one film but after like taking a look into it and with the amount of footage that we have and everything and he's he's been editing as we go so he's got you know
0: hours (laughs) and hours
1: and hours of footage Yeah. but um he realized that we have enough to make it into three films and you know like if we If we really wanted to, we probably could chop it into one, but we'd be losing so many parts, you know, that that are really important to the story he wants to tell. So he's just like, you know what? We're already most of the way through what would be three films anyway. Why don't we just make this a full trilogy? And everyone was like, you know what? Let's go.
2: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So um, it's
1: uh, it's a trilogy now.
0: That's awesome. Did so I I I read the first script or whatever he had given me at the time. So whenever I was out there, did did he write three more like two more scripts or did it, it just like how did I I'll have to talk to him at some point, but I, I'm very curious. Yeah, as, so uh
1: as... at least from my understanding, mm-hmm. um the the original draft I think had three or four uh drafts, and mm-hmm. then um when we got to the point where he was like, you know what, it's a trilogy, he went through them, um, again, found like the break points that mm-hmm. would like be good uh stopping mm-hmm. points personal gotcha. and then um anything that you know after shooting after seeing how things played out. If there's anything he needed to add or or clarify or change to make more sense, uh, he he took the time then to you know That's change awesome. those things, work it around so that it would make more sense for uh for a trilogy as opposed to a single film. Yeah, and you know that way just balanced
0: stuff like That's that. That's awesome. So as as a director yourself and a cinematographer, mm-hmm. um, how how do you feel about being on a project for that long? Like from <laughs> it's it's kind of turned into a
1: boyhood a little bit in a way. Yeah, um, but like. It's been a passion project for, I mean, all of us or else we yeah. wouldn't even, we wouldn't be involved. You know what of I mean? Course. So
0: even for me, I, I flew out. I wasn't, yeah, involved. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, you were there when you were yeah. there for what, like a year, year and uh, a half.
0: I was three months. Really? I, I feel like you were a, there for so long. No, I just came for the, for the summer. I was no in way. between, yeah, I was in between like sophomore and junior year of college or some junior and senior year of college or whatever. And I just like, wow. Matt was like, Hey, do you want to come? Because I was like, Hey, how can I help? He's like, well, you can come yeah. intern. We can't pay him. I'm like, all right, done. And I just flew out for three months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I remember amazing. There being there for so much longer, but, um,
1: but yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad I made passionate. a lasting impression. Yeah. I mean, give a nickname and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs>
0: I still, you know, I still try to get people to call me Wolfie. It, it hasn't caught on.
1: Yeah. I could see. Why. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, yeah. So as far as, uh, as far as, it, you know, everyone being on for that long, it's just passion project mainly. And then, um. You know, we started it, we got to finish the damn thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't just stop one day this, left.
0: Yeah. One one can't day. Can't go this far without finishing. Yeah, yeah exactly. So got to go. I know, yeah, cuz I know, I know that I'm sure it can be difficult to be like attached to something for that amount of years. Yeah, yeah. You know, like and not well, even even as like on the person people that are in front of the camera on the, you know, like the Oh, that well they yeah. Have. So I couldn't I can imagine the like the thoughts but like at the same time it's like Matt has created something so different and cool mm-hmm. that it's like yeah. oh I, I you know if i was out there i would be like oh, let's, how do we fucking finish this thing you know right. so <laughs> well, i mean it would be different
1: if it was like you know we were in it uh, 5 days a week every week for right. 4 years but right. it's it's because it's a you know low budget indie film where you know we kind of do everything ourselves we make everything ourselves yeah. Um, you know, like the whole crew is like every role basically. So we, we've, we've kind of adopted the entire Midwest mentality of like, you have to do everything in order to do anything. Yeah. So like, I know in LA you can specialize a lot easier because there's like a little bit more open availability for work. So like, if you want to be an AC assistant camera, then you just go say, Hey, I'm an AC. This is my experience. I only want to AC. And then you can do that. But because work is a lot more sparse in the area if someone comes around and goes oh i need a audio mixer you have to know how to do it and it's just like yeah i can do that here so we we all kind of do everything
0: yeah and i think that was the the most fun part to me was like so matt's like you're gonna come and do this and i wound up doing like helping build sets and painting and like helping him audition people and doing all sorts of stuff i'm like this is awesome but I, i didn't I remember signing up for any of this you know so. right yeah so, i mean for if you weren't expecting it i'm sure it might have been a little daunting but um yeah. especially but that yeah. was like my first big film project you know i hadn't been on yeah. anything that big up till that point so nice. yeah it was a little daunting but at the same time i learned a lot and then you know i was i, I was able to on the next one transfer a lot of that stuff i'm like oh i know how to do this and i know what these are and it's like getting to having rick there too is it was also cool too because he knew a lot of stuff i'm like i know what those things are when it comes to sound right (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah. so you knew you you learned a lot about a lot
0: yeah which just it'll help you with everything right yeah i think that was the coolest process about it is you know i is just because like you said having not enough hands that you everyone needs to to do like 12 things, like mm-hmm. you, you would have to put the camera down a bunch and run around and oh, do, yeah, you know, had to be your own gaffer exactly, a, exactly,
1: a lot, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing about it too is that now, um, just having that mentality for being on a project like yeah. that for so long, um, it's kind of bled its way into how uh, myself and Jason run Astro mm. because, um, we don't want like it's okay to do one thing but if you yeah. know how to do a bunch of things we'd prefer to work with you because it's just like a fluid kind of motion there's there's a lot less hurry up and wait when everyone is hurrying to go right. you know yeah. so you don't have to wait for you know the grip to move the stand for the for the gaff to put the light on it when you have somebody just do it all and then go for it so right it's just um it's not that it's like a better process it's just that it's a, a different process and I, I like how we run it it's really cool
0: that's awesome Um, how, how did you meet Jason? Uh, high school actually. Yeah.
1: Way back in high school. Um, we ended up in the same video course, uh, the district that we were in, he actually went to a different school, but the district that we were in had a specialty center for tech classes. Okay. And, um, we actually, we met there, uh, back when we were both like young and awkward now we're just older and awkward older, but, um, yeah, and older. yeah but <laughs> awkwardness um, never goes away <laughs> right yeah it's just kind of just kind of ingrained in your being now but um but yeah so we met there we made a bunch of horrible projects back in high school and uh just right. it fell out of touch for a little bit and then we got back in touch again and uh just we've done a couple projects together like a long long time ago when i thought i was super cool with my canon t3i um I, I got a call from a chef who wanted to do a cooking show, and uh, I called him. He was the first person I called. He brought his cool Canon T2I or T2. I might have just been a T2. I don't remember. We had old cameras, man, and uh, I still we took those. Like
0: on D5100. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but
1: uh, but yeah, we took those and we we met with this chef out of Indiana, and we made a show that actually ended up airing three episodes on PBS. That's awesome. I was like, so that was like our first kind of real thing i guess but from there we did a bunch of small projects and then he had a job in chicago uh video job in chicago and for whatever reason that didn't work out but he called me on his way back he's like dude like i hate how all these production companies run their stuff and i was like man it's like really hard to find stuff here too and um how'd oh, you take a oh, okay
0: yeah, I, I, I clicked on i don't know what happened <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's
1: okay. It's okay. But um, yeah, so basically he's coming back from Chicago and he calls me up and he's just like he doesn't like how things are running. And I'm like, it's hard to find work around here. Why don't we just make it ourselves? Yeah. At that like at that point, we're like, all right, we're making a company. As soon as I get back, we're hitting the ground running. That's awesome. And that's that was October 2017. 2017? 2017. Yeah. And um we came up with Astro uh, a little later than that. And we've been doing it since then. So that's
0: awesome. I, yeah, I love I love like the your guys' hustle because I see I see your you post about like all the projects that you do and like now mm-hmm. you um you even talk about like self branding and and just things like that yeah. and I think that's yeah. I think that's fucking dope. I love I love when people like come together and then just start like expanding their just their whole image. Everything is just booming and, and i see that with you so it's it's pretty sick it's it's i'm thanks, man. very excited to see where where you go like where astro goes where where you go with it because, well, thanks man yeah you know
2: what's
1: really cool is i see the same thing happening with you like this is like oh, just thanks. the beginning like the budding of it yeah and you're putting out such great consistent content too that i think like, i just see it you're just gonna have that <laughs> one day where just, you know yeah and then you're gonna be everywhere and you're gonna yeah. go, you know what i remember back when i did this podcast Exactly. Like, you know 2019 yeah and uh and it's gonna be you're
0: gonna be you're yeah. gonna be there you're Thanks, gonna be man, there you too
1: i'm gonna call you one day
0: <laughs> and be like hey do you want to do this like 100 million dollar movie with me uh make it two and we'll, we'll... all right cool. <laughs> no
1: no it's okay yeah we'll definitely do it and i'll do
0: more than one role too exactly yeah there we go <laughs> yeah you know it's like even with this like i didn't i don't even know what i'm doing with this it's just something fun i'm having i'm i'm doing it and it seems to be people seem to like it so <laughs> yeah, well you know honestly i don't know what i'm doing i don't know yeah. how to run a business i, don't, I just, just started a production it. company myself and like, we me and my with three friends and we're like we don't know what we're doing but people are like hey can you help us with this project and yeah. this we're like yeah, sure <laughs> yeah
1: and it, it's not even faking it till you make it it's just figuring it out as you go yeah and that's the best part because like there's there's a lot of YouTube tutorials, but you're not really gonna learn something until you just get it thrown at you and you have to figure it out. Yeah. So there's been a lot of that. Yeah. That's, that's the majority of my education, honestly. <laughs> like yeah. I went to like community college for video or whatever, but like I learned more doing Rick's internship, working on movie stuff, yeah. and just really anything that I was a part of being on like that crew being with whoever I was with, you know, I got tiny little influences and things that I Mm -hmm. pulled from like every set I've been on that just have worked their way into my regular routines. And it's, it's not something that you think about right away, but like, I can think back to uh, like a particular time when I was on set for uh, the lifetime show Mm -hmm. where I couldn't figure out how to get uh, a flag to block the light the way I wanted to. And the one guy came over and was like, hey, try this. And it's just one of those little things where if I had not been there and not been trying to do it one way, I wouldn't have learned how to do it a better way. Right. But like you can look on YouTube and go, hey, you can try this. But until you're there and like doing it, you're never going to have something like stick in your head or click that
0: way.
2: Exactly. So,
0: I mean, because they teach you so much in film school, like whether you do proper film school or you just take film classes or, you know, they teach you so much. And then it's like, this is the way that it's supposed to be. But then when you get on an actual. You know, set yeah. with that has like a lot of budget, you know, everyone, you know, like, oh my God, this is my first Hollywood movie and everyone's doing it like, it's just like the janky way. And they're like, but this, oh, yeah. is, this is, you know, this is what makes it optimum. You know, you're like, yeah. well, they didn't teach us that. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite Instagram
1: pages is Shitty Rigs. Do you follow them? No, I'm not. Gonna... Shitty Rigs is pretty great. They basically, um, they just showcase all the throw together things that people have to do in order to get the shot. Shitty, that's awesome. So it's pretty great. And, like, that's actually kind of the mentality because I could go out and, and buy a dolly track for hundreds or thousands of dollars yeah. or just get some rollerblade wheels, get, like, you know, some press board and just make exactly. the thing in Eric's studio out in Utica, You know, <laughs> exactly. we just, we actually, um, I think we build more stuff than we actually have bought oh, I as, bet. Far, as far as gear goes. And that way would... works, it works. It doesn't yeah. have to. You know, I don't have to buy the the $10,000 cam rig and
0: vest when I can find a way to get something stable yeah. and different. Yeah, you I know? remember you showed me your, uh, your homemade Steadicam that one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. It was horrible. But, um, Cementing some uh, jars or whatever, right? It was so bad, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, if I remember right, I had like PVC that went into like um, this PVC pipe that kind of had the shape of a glide cam a little bit. Yeah. And the the part that held the camera on I had to make a, a tripod plate so what I did is I took a uh, electrical box with a cover <laughs> and I yeah. made the cover of the plate I put a screw through the bottom of the of the electrical plate and then to put the plate onto the thing you actually had to screw it back in around the oh, camera so you yeah. couldn't have the lens on when you put the uh, plate back on
2: Jeez.
0: it
1: was ridiculous yeah. but I was really I was really trying it cost me like 12 bucks but it so worked. whatever
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah I've built so much stuff that's like you look online you're like well that'd be sick to have and it's like five thousand yeah. dollars you're like i can't yeah. afford that exactly so, and it's funny how like how long those rigs will last you and how much you know, you'll look at them and you're like i can't believe i've used it for all these things and you know, mm-hmm. yeah and, you know, you beat the hell out of them until they break and you spend another 10 bucks and build it again so, yeah yeah also, I can't I can't even remember how many times I've built like special things for special effects, like you know, blast blood and oh, crap yeah. everywhere too. That's the most fun stuff to mess yeah. with,
1: honestly. Learn like the weirdest stuff trying to do especially horror movies. You yeah. learn the most stuff, I swear, doing <laughs> horror movies, because you just have to do the weirdest things. Yeah. It's like get on set and you're like, Oh man, how how do I get like blood to shoot out of like their neck? And then it's like, okay, what do I have? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and um Just for an example, um, I found the best way to do, like, heartbeat blood spurts is if Uh you have one of those, um, like, fertilizer sprayers. Yeah. Or you have, like, one of those, um, they, like, pump up uh, air pressure, like, sprayer thing. Uh, You take that, but you take the the sprayer nozzle off. You pop that off, so you just have an open tube. You gaff tape it to the side of the neck you can't see. And then if you have, like, a zombie or something there or whatever, you just pump it, and you just pump it, like, to a heartbeat. It just...
0: (laughs) Oh, that's cool.
1: So, like, you just figure out all these weird little yeah. things to try and, like, do it with nothing. Because
0: when I was doing my, my Western, I wanted, like, the Tarantino-style, like, bur- or, like blood burst, and I couldn't figure oh, yeah. it out. And we didn't... Wind, we, we wound up using a different technique, um, but we used, mm-hmm. like, the same thing. We used, like, the pump, and yeah. we, like, had it gapped to the chest, and then we just released mm-hmm. it. But I, after that, I was like, okay, how do we make that better? Because, like, it didn't work every time. So what I found was I got... You know how like on like a bicycle they have like instant refill? Like you if you put like a CO two cartridge on oh, this yeah. thing. Yeah. So what I did was I got like a tube and like I would wrap it around my actor and yeah. then and put the CO2 cartridge and have the little nozzle attached. So you just hit the CO2 button and it just goes poof. That's and awesome. All. Yeah. It's it's the it's the smallest rig. It's like Ooh. super lightweight. And all you need to do is buy like Five dollar refills you know or whatever yeah. it is and co2 squibs nice. co2 yeah you just fill the thing with yeah. blood the tube with blood blood and it's boom yeah i'm gonna have it to works. use that now yeah 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 <laughs> I'll, t- I'll text you a picture of the rig it's it's super simple nice yeah, yeah do it it, it works Let so well yeah and i said one time i set up two it's cool because like the actor can control it so you, oh. so I like um if you want him to i guess but uh so I had the guy, he gets shot like once in the chest and it the, the goes the other way. So as yep. he, he like pop, pop, and like it just made the coolest, just like practical blood effect. I have to watch that. Yeah. I really got to watch that. Yeah. Be sweet. I'll show it. Yeah. I'll send, I, I never finished uh editing it, but I'll send you that, that one part just because my DP didn't really understand what I was trying to go for on that project. Oh, okay. So gotcha. it didn't. Unfortunately it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Gotcha. But, you know, I'll send you that clip because I have that yeah, clip. Please it's, do. It's, it's a fun clip. <laughs> please do. That would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so what are or so how have you known that you always or have you always known that you wanted to be in film or in video or creative stuff? Not at all. No. Okay, how did you yeah. how did you get into it? Cuz I, I didn't had either. No
1: idea what I wanted to do with my life all the high school. Like I was the only kid that I knew that never like knew what they wanted to be. There's always like the kids, I want to be a cop. I want to be, you know, whatever. I never knew. And I never cared. (laughs) It was just like, I was just kind of doing my thing, whatever. And then, um, I, I honestly, like I was signing up for, uh, like a language class or something. I was trying to get into German or whatever. And, um, they ended up not putting me in any languages and putting me in the video course. And I was like, I guess I'm in this video class now, whatever. So I didn't even want to be in it. And I got into the class in like a weekend. I fell in love with just everything about it.
0: Awesome. So it
1: was just one of those things where like I just stumbled into it. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> so it worked out for me pretty good.
0: That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I never want – I didn't want to be in film. I made shitty backyard movies with my buddies in high school. And it was just something fun that I did. I actually – I wanted to be an illustrator. Uh, yeah. And that's how that's how I found Matt was because that I, makes sense. Okay. I wanted to you know I wanted to draw comics, wanted to do that stuff and
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: and then um one day I was just, I was watching one of Tarantino's movies and I was like I don't know how to do that, but that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And then I went to, yeah, then I changed my major. So There you, know you go. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how like how like even if you know what you want, you never mm-hmm. never might never be that. Yeah. You
2: think
1: you
0: do. Yeah. And then you don't. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You that's think about
1: you it. you pick the right thing. But
0: that's not right.
2: <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Like for me, dude, I loved um, my my first love, you know, as far as creative stuff goes is music. And I feel like this happens for everybody. It's either they start in music and then they fall in love with video or they start in video and then they fall in love with music. And like the story is pretty much the same for everybody. It's like, "Oh, wow, I really love this one creative thing." Wow, I'm way better at this one. This one's a lot yeah. of fun. So it just it happens to like seriously, everybody I talk to is either, oh yeah, I started music too, or oh, I started in video, now I do like music producing or whatever. So it's just funny. A lot of a lot of the creative stuff, it kind of blends together. Like yeah. you with the illustration into the video and yeah, everything because,
0: else. I mean, I still use my illustration. I use it for storyboarding, you know. Oh like well, yeah. It, someone might be at like uh, my production company might be working with a, a video game. So we might we might you know they need a storyboard so it's like cool now I can actually use my like yeah. what my skills, other skills that I haven't used yeah. in a while for the purpose of filmmaking or creative yeah, kind of storytelling. Absolutely. Um yeah, which is it's yeah. I mean, I, I've I've talked to bands, I've talked to people that are in in um, you know, music or even even I've had comedians on here and um it's all the same, like all the same process. You like when yeah. you get, when you get talking, because for us, it's like film, We that's a, all we think about. But it's much, like yeah. when you talk to, <laughs> yeah. so when you talk to other people and like, they're like, yeah, it's this. And it's, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you got to do it, make your own opportunities. You got to like be the one that drives, you know, blah, blah, blah. Come yep. up with your own story. It's like, oh wow. So comedy's the same thing. Oh, singing is yeah. the same thing. And yep. it's like when, I, but no one really like, at least I didn't think, that they they were like the same. But at the, yeah, the at the process is strikingly similar. Yeah. Like across the board. Yeah. For the skeleton is the
1: same. Yeah. Not even just for creative stuff. It normally ends up that way for any freelance business or any creative anything or any I mean anything that's not a nine to five. Yeah. It pretty much <laughs> falls into the same kind of
0: area. Exactly. Yeah. That's I think for me that's been the the most interesting part about doing this is just talking to different people and saying like mm-hmm like where they started and then yeah. where they are now and like where they want to go, but also like how everything is very similar, like no matter oh, yeah. what mm-hmm. you're like, how far removed like we each are. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh wow. Like I could, I, I understand your process because it sounds exactly the same as what I'm going through. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, What, uh, what kind of, Oh, hold on. so going back to music, I, yeah. um, I saw, did you, you, you did a music video for Travis Scott? I was, or... I didn't
1: do it myself. I wish okay. I could say that. I was on the crew <laughs> for it though. Oh, that's, um, cool. that's still cool. Yeah. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. I was on the crew for the Travis Scott uh, video, with Birds in the Trap. It was actually the uh, short film that premiered on Apple Music. I think it was right as Apple Music was kind of becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that like short film music video hybrid thing, uh, it premiered on Apple music was on there for like six months and they finally put it on YouTube. I was waiting for so long to rip that, to put it in my reel. It took so long, but, um, yeah, but it was, Oh my God, it was the coolest thing. We actually, um, the, the part that I was a part of, uh, was shot almost entirely at the Packard plant. Um, and that's like the falling apart place that we were at for Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, it was just, like, a crazy, uh, unique kind of concept that they took advantage of. And uh, the funny part was is is we actually were there, um, I want to say, like, a month after uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen had shot there. So they had a bunch of exploded um, styrofoam pieces that were meant to look like uh, brick wall.
2: Yeah.
1: And they were just – they used them to, like – blow up walls. So they, they had those pieces. We actually took advantage of the, of That's the big foam cool. pieces to do some staging. And actually they're still there because we use them for Aladdin. <laughs> so, but it's just huge foam pieces that look like, you know, That's giant awesome. pieces of walls and stuff. So you get the superhuman strength, just argh, picking up these giant foam pieces. But, um, so yeah, it was, uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but basically,
0: um, he
1: was, yeah, he was only there for like one of the days And then the days that I was on, it was a body double because he was wearing a mask the entire time. So uh, it was mainly just like walking through this crazy destroyed uh, area and then finding this this like spirit thing, uh, some sort of like deity that gave him some sort of power. I don't remember exactly how it went down, but um, there was this uh, actor who's in pretty much everything you see out of Detroit. I swear he's in everything that's ever existed. His name's Jimmy Doom. He played a homeless guy that uh, – he, he just like was a crazy homeless dude who okay. was in this ruins. And there was a piano. They put a piano in like the middle of this like center area. So there's a bunch of buildings around it, like a little clearing. And we put this piano in, and uh, it started raining, and it was crazy. So they had the Steadicam and everything set up, and uh, I was doing some AC work. And I had like the umbrella over the Steadicam guy while he did this move. The camera was at the bottom. And he did this like crazy spin because it's perfectly balanced. They, they don't mess around with that. Yeah. Perfect, perfect balance, perfect rotation as they walk towards him playing this piano. Oh, that's and you know, actually, uh, if you if you take a look at it, you'll see that it's probably the coolest shot uh, in the whole video, at least to me. And um, man, that was crazy. Like I, I end up walking around with the uh, the lens case most of the time or I'd carry like the camera case. And we're shooting on uh, a Aria Alexa mm-hmm. Mini and then an Ari, uh, Amira, and first of all, they're amazing. But the lenses we were oh, shooting yeah, right. on all anamorphics, all anamorphics, wow. six lenses in the case. How much do you think I was holding in my hand as I was walking around with that lens case?
0: A couple mil at least, right?
1: I don't know. <laughs> it was. It had to have at least been eight hundred thousand. So I'll get. Okay. I'll probably say a mil. I'm just gonna go okay. with it It sounds cool. But I had a <laughs> lot of money in that yeah. case. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I for my Western, I, I was like, I want to shoot on anamorphic. If I looked. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I got actually,
1: it's really funny. I bought um, a Lumix GH5 because it's Micro Four Thirds, with the intention of trying to find some MFT uh, anamorphic like vintage lenses. Yeah, and I still have yet to find one that I like want to get, but it'll happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. If I find one, I'm going to get the adapter for it so it fits on the new uh, MFT mounts, and then I just want to do like an all anamorphic, nice. just life.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. I love, but, I love the like the the look you get from an anamorphic lens. It's yeah. It's yeah if I could have if I could have I would have used it I, I actually wanted to shoot my film on on film but I uh my DP wasn't he didn't know how to and like wow. you have to expose properly for that and we're like we don't have the time or money to fuck with it so yeah we'll wait. To do, like, the right so and all that stuff yeah like, so they have to know like the science and stuff behind yeah
1: in order to do film yeah one day yeah. I'm
0: going to. <laughs> One day. Yeah. You have
1: to, yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking, of, uh, speaking of film cameras, I, I got into the habit of collecting like old vintage photography and video cameras. Oh, nice. And uh, at a flea market, um, I found a Super 16 that um, it has film in it. And on the side of it is um, a military serviceman's name, his military number, the date, and then Vietnam. So I think I have <laughs> Vietnam footage in a, in a camera
0: that's so cool <laughs> right. i gotta figure out where to get it developed
1: though or if i can even get it out of the camera yeah but it still works like the camera still is functional and everything so um i really gotta find somewhere to get that developed seriously so if i got some vietnam footage
0: i'm probably gonna lose it <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah i um recently my my cousin gave me my grandfather's old camera uh some mm-hmm. nikon something but uh, it's got to be from the 70s or 80s or something but i've been buying film for it and i i have no idea what i'm doing but (laughs) but it's just fun shooting on film and like having that like okay like you only have 24 shots in make them count you know don't just bolt you know you can't just with your phone go and you got like 50 shots you know <laughs> you on your iphone yeah and,
1: and do hdr portrait exactly. row and all this other stuff
0: yeah it's it's, it's yeah. pretty crazy yeah so i've been i've been i've never been into photography until i got this camera like just like trying to tell a story in a frame in a single frame yeah it's mm-hmm. been like the, it's been fun like okay like all right should we take this picture or not? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's um, like, I don't
1: want to, I don't want to hate on photographers or anything, but a lot of the time uh, I have some photography friends that I work with really frequently uh-huh. and um, we, we give each other shit all the time. But the uh-huh. main thing is that uh, when we're referring work back and forth to each other, mm-hmm. um, we're so used to having to have like, you know, weeks in advance to make sure we got the light team ready and all this other stuff. Yeah. And normally when we, when we get work referred to us from photographers, um. For for at least for the work that they normally get around here, it's just pick up your camera and kind of go make sure like you have your flash or whatever, but you just you get your camera and you leave and you go and you go shoot and you come back and you're done. And then he's like, yeah, so like you want to come out tomorrow and do this full fledged commercial with interviews and all this other stuff. And I'm like, dude, that's going to take a light team that's going to cost a couple hundred, if not a couple thousand, depending on the lights we need. And their availability. Then we're going to have to have somebody to run audio if we can't do just basic whatever. So you got to run through the whole thing yeah. where it's like, dude, I can't just grab the camera and go. Yeah.
0: You know? So it, I don't know. I don't know where it's, that came from. I just that, had to throw it out there. No. I mean that's that's a funny concept too to even people that are hiring, like that don't know film. They're just like a company or they're just like yeah. a person that wants some video done. And they're like, yeah. okay, can you – the thing's tomorrow. Can you do it? You're like, well, um, I mean, yeah, I could come by myself and give you – garbage do you want it to be good yeah how good do you want it to be (laughs) yeah right because i i were i did this commercial uh about a year and a month ago now yeah um and um i was telling the guy he was like creating this product and he wanted to basically shoot a commercial for it to put it online or whatever yeah of course and so I'm like, okay, cool. So this is what we're gonna need. I'm, mm-hmm. I also want to, you know, want to see the script to know how many days and blah 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 blah. And yeah. we're gonna need a, a lighting guy. We're gonna need a camera guy. We're gonna need the first AD. And he's like, yeah. He's like, really? You need all those people? You can't just come yourself? I'm like, not if you want it to be good. Right. <laughs> and then I start like breaking it down from like saying like, so it's gonna cost this, you know, for because he also wanted me to edit it. And He's like, so you got yeah. it's gonna cost yeah. this for the filming. It's gonna cost this for the editing. Ideally, I want you to pay these people that are working for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And he goes, okay. And so, but people don't realize that like making movies or making video right. costs money and takes more than five hours. <laughs> yeah. And the, the
1: part that kind of sucks is that you can be decent enough on your own mm-hmm. and you can, you can be uh, a college kid that has a camera. Yeah. And do an okay video or be someone's nephew and do an okay video right. to the point where uh, when you show up as a professional and go, well, it's going to take all this and all this money. And they go, but I have this one that's not nearly as good of quality that I don't really care about because all I see is this is a final product yeah, or free. Why can't you do it for the same? Th-? And it's just there's that gap in like the understanding that's just yeah. kind of. Especially, I don't know how it goes over there. I'm sure there's a little bit easier of an understanding where you're at, but at least out here, there is like no knowledge of how anything
0: yeah. functions. Because yeah, I, I did like a, a little doc for someone. They basically wanted me to help them interview their dad. And I said, it's okay. It's going to cost this. And uh, I'm bring, bringing my own gear and we buy myself. So it's, yeah. I'm going to charge you a little bit more because, it's, and they're like, okay, cool. Can you do like it? can we do it for an hour? I'm like, it's probably going to take me an hour just to set up. Yeah. <laughs> cause yeah. I'm, I'm setting up three lights by myself. I'm setting up the camera by myself. They, uh, you know, I had to like, um, put, put the, uh, boom, mic in a C stand, you know, it's like, so it's like, yeah, yeah they, there's even, I mean, cause you would think that everyone out here is like, Oh, film, everyone knows kind of what it is. But like, there's always a disconnect, I think with any, yeah, any industry that they, no one fully understands like what goes into it. That's a good which, point. Yeah which is a shame. I mean, it's crazy too cuz my, my one of my really good friends, he's uh, he does wedding like his main income is is wedding videos mm-hmm. and he does he's getting more into long form documentaries. But he's a one man team and like, he makes the craziest stuff I've ever seen and it's like how do you do hmm. that by yourself? And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, there
1: are people though that you're right. There are people who can just go out by themselves and make a crazy cool product.
2: Yeah.
1: Um the good thing for for weddings is once you get into a routine with them, you kind of can yeah. Yeah. once you, once you know your style and once you know, you know, the order of events that they typically run in, or I mean, even if it goes a little out of order, you can still kind of gauge it. But if you have, I mean, you set up your wide and then you have your camera in your hand where you get all the cool stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And you pop a drone up once or twice. And all, all of a sudden now you have,
0: um, what looks like a lot, a lot larger of a production. Yeah. That's usually, and, that's usually what it does. Yeah. Yeah. On the bigger weddings he'll get like an intern or two. But nice. yeah, yeah. normally normally, yeah. Like some of the stuff he does. I'm like, how do you do that by yourself? And he's like, I you know, I kind of just figured it out. <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Shout that's out to Ray. Cool. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> oh, cool. I have to get his Instagram. I'm gonna follow yeah. you because yeah. that sounds really cool. You should. He's he's great. He's done he's done a lot of like um travel docs recently. He's been sweet. Yeah, his stuff. He's working on like a feature-length documentary. and I so. love documentaries. Yeah. Oh, my God. He makes some really fun and cool stuff. I'm going to send you his info. Please do. Yeah. Um, so do you have a favorite filmmaker or director? Oof. Um, I know this, that's a, this it's question. A tough, you know, yeah, this question it's, always it's, stumps everybody. Yeah, it's a
1: hard one because uh, I basically my favorite changes every time I see my new favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, – when you said it immediately, my my first thought was uh, Alejandro and Artu. I yeah. love just how different his style yeah. is. But then, I mean, that's like definitely not my. He's not my favorite. You know, he just was yeah. the one that popped up in my head. Then you mm-hmm. have like, you can't go wrong with Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just quirky and fun. You can't go wrong with Tarantino. Um. I love the consistency of JJ Abrams. Yeah. Um,
0: man, that is, that's a super tough one. Is There's there a lot of that you like you, when that you reference a lot or like that, when you look at like things to get inspiration from you, mainly go towards them. Um, for film, a lot of the time, um, I'll actually,
1: I'll go to specific films for inspiration. Mm-hmm. um, or, like, it's, sometimes it's not even film. Sometimes it's just, like, even specific frames from different films. Like, nice. um, there's just... Tarantino does a really good job of one-point perspective shots. Yeah. And there are so many solid ones. Um, and then there's a lot of really cool perspectives and, and uh, a lot of cool uh, just framing in general in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, that one's got a lot of just, like really stand out just frames in general. And you could just go into that one. And and um have you ever watched uh like the, the rule of thirds and like the golden rule breakdown on some of yeah. these films? Yeah. I, I like to just, I get into that stuff and I want to get into like the psychology of like the frame
2: mm-hmm. and
1: how just like the tiniest little things can affect just the overall everything. It's actually, it's kind of funny too. You can watch almost any movie on mute and just analyze the hell out of everything. Yeah. You can even watch it at fast speed or whatever. You can skip from like the beginning to the end and try and find the the parallels and like the uh, the anti anti was it anti-thesis? whatever. I, <laughs> I'm trying to use a big word I don't know, but um.
0: It's okay.
1: Yeah, but basically, <laughs> uh, you just find how they take the visuals and mm-hmm. they can kind of almost tell the same story without
0: telling you anything. Right. Um so what like i this is something i've always thought about like those those videos that break down like the rules like a third and like the color palettes and all those things yeah. like do you do you think that people they like find these things within the movies and like the 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 filmmakers and directors that they didn't really plan for them? Or do you think these guys actually like okay this is what this you know i'm specifically putting this character here in this frame so that everything kind of you know, like I mean, that yeah, that part yeah. makes sense to me. Like to have everything kind of angle, but like when these guys on you, you see on YouTube, they're like, okay, so this is what I think this whole movie is about because each frame is like this, and like the color is this, and right. so I, sometimes I never know if people are just looking for these things or if these directors are actually purposely everything is thought yeah. out meticulously.
1: Yeah. Well, I I can tell you for sure that some of the stuff is like unbelievably over thought about. Uh, from the director. So like um, even like for myself a few times uh, for like Aladdin and other projects that I've worked on, um, there's been times where I just really, really, really want to instill a certain specific either color or tone or positioning or something because it's important to like the vision that I have. Mm -hmm. So there's times where, yeah, for sure, there's like a ton of analysis that goes in. But then there's other times where you do something and then someone will point it out like, hey, did you do this because of that? And I'm like, sure did. Absolutely. <laughs> if it's cool, yeah, I totally
2: that on purpose.
1: So, um, I would say most of it is speculation and just yeah. making things out of nothing. Mm-hmm. But, um, there is something to it still. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if it's not fully intended, at least a part of
0: it was. Yeah. Like, at least subconsciously. Because I've noticed in my own things, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize I did that with the shot. Yep. Or, like, that, you know, the characters did this, or, you know, I don't... Because like yeah, sometimes I'll plan for it, and then sometimes yeah. it's just serendipitous, you know. Yeah. So I don't like so that that's one of the things. Every time I watch moments, I'm like, did these guys overanalyze this, or did these directors actually plan for those things? But yeah, I know, know Tim
1: Burton does a lot of that, where he'll place things in, or he'll have things, you know, yeah, uh, framed by things in the frame, and all that other stuff. Where oh, he I just get, he'll yeah. get super into like you've seen uh, his Batman films and yeah. Stuff like that. He just he will make things kind of just they cater to his mind. Yeah, everything that he does is cater to to his weirdness, and it it's so awesome.
0: <laughs> I, I have a feeling that Tarantino's like that, like probably yes. similar. because like yeah, because I've listened to so many interviews where he's he's like, my word is God. So you know, and so I would assume that most everything that's written down probably has been thought out to the T. Oh yeah, cool. So well, this color is supposed to be, it's supposed to be like this. All right. Everything has to be this way. (laughs) Yeah. That was a, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, why was Pulp Fiction put in the order it was put in? If you really think about it, it doesn't have any, it does impact the story because of how it is, but it doesn't really, it wouldn't change the story to have it, you know, sequentially, but it's just in a weird order. And it's because he wanted it that way, you know? So, Would it have been the same cult hit that it is today if it was in chronological order? I don't know. It's Tarantino, though, so
0: it's just him doing his thing. Yeah. Um, Okay, so no favorite filmmaker. Do you have a favorite movie or a go-to movie that you'll watch over and over? If I had to pick a movie just to go to and watch? uh, You know what's really weird is actually I don't
1: watch a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I don't really watch a lot of movies, but um, the one that pops in my head that I did watch a lot when I was younger was uh, this this movie called The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh,
0: yeah. Of course. You that one? Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: not even incredible of a movie. It just, for some reason, was the one I would always put in.
0: Yeah. It's entertaining. And,
1: uh, yeah, it was good. But um, for me right now, if I had to watch, just like pick a movie and watch, it's either going to be a documentary on Netflix I haven't seen yet, or... My go-to thing right now. I just love the Marvel movies. Yeah, I've, I've been such a comic nerd for forever. That Same. I mean, the movies themselves—they're—they're they're really good. They're not like the best cinema that's ever existed, but I'm just so connected to the characters already, and
0: it's, it's just so well done. Yeah. I just love those. Those did are so you, great. Did you see Captain Marvel? Not yet. Okay, I have not yet. I won't, I mean, say, any, I won't say anything, but okay. you'll like it if if you okay. like everything else. You'll I'm like skeptical, it. but I, I'm hoping you yeah. will. Yeah, I was too, but I I think I think. If you have enjoyed everything up to now, then it, it's just, it, it's, it's in a good addition to oh, the okay, universe. Good. So that's it's all a I'll little, say. yeah. There uh, And there are, there are two end credits. So stay tuned. Good to know. Stay to the very end. I will. <laughs> <Yeah>. I
1: will. <laughs> yeah. I, I pretty much do all the time, but I will just in case. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, I love the, I love Marvel. I love what they're doing. Um, yeah. I heard that they're uh, after Spider-Man. They're taking like a, they might be taking a little break. I read somewhere that they that there won't be another one for at least a full year. So really? yeah, I mean we're getting three this year. So that's I true. guess yeah. it makes sense. Well, dude, 2019 is such a great year for movies. Yeah, there's just a lot.
1: everything this year, especially if you love the superhero movies. We yeah, just, have just anything and everything you could you could hope for. You know, you yeah. got Captain Marvel right now. You got Infinity War Part Two, Endgame. Then you have uh, what is it? The Spider-Man movie comes out after that.
0: Yeah. You time. also
1: get Star Wars, which I'm hoping Abrams saves because the last one was awful. <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same way, but I'm I'm uh, mixed.
0: I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan through and through. Same. So I will I will always see a Star Wars movie. I will never give one hate, but I'm. It's not my favorite. Is what I'm going to say. Okay, that's a very
1: safe answer. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I. I, I know why
1: people like it. I can understand why people like it, but I can't like it. <laughs> I just, I yeah, can't. It's just, JJ just sets up everything, recently. everything you could possibly want. I mean, okay. First of all, you have to take a step back and think, all right, the studio is bringing back Star Wars again, right? They have to bring back this massive, unbelievably like groundbreaking franchise, right? Yeah they're not going to give you all the creative freedom you could ever imagine. They have JJ Abrams working inside a box big time. So they give him basically the entire story and he still makes it a fun, enjoyable, and I'd say a pretty good movie, even though it's almost a carbon copy of, you know, whatever. But, um,
0: I mean, Cassie Kennedy has, has those grains held tight. Exactly.
1: Yeah, she does. And she gave him to the wrong person in my opinion, because he does a good job with it. They're like, okay, cool. Star Wars is back. We're going to give you a little more creative freedom. Mm -hmm. Great. Ryan Johnson, why don't you just go ahead and ruin everything that JJ set up just to spite it. And just to make it a completely different movie. It's like, yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Well, everything that was good about the first one doesn't matter at all now. And everything that you could have gone to is pretty much ruined.
0: Yeah. And JJ Abrams
1: <laughs> or help me JJ Abrams. You're yeah.
0: our only hope. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, like, I don't know how you feel, but Star Wars fans are the most self-hating fans. Yes. Like well, there's there's different kinds of Star Wars fans
1: too. There's true. like the OGs who have loved it since like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Then you have like our generation that was raised on the prequels, and right. then you have like the new people, and then you have the people who just kind of fall in between. It's like, Oh yeah, I've seen those. Those are the ones with the like the guys with the white masks and Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What how do you not? <laughs> yeah, whatever. So there's like I don't know what it is. I feel like, because um, I like, yeah, I could say it out loud. I like the prequels. Yeah, I do too. And um, it might just be because I was raised on them. I don't know, yeah. but it's just there. There's a charm to them. Yeah. That like it. It's the same kind of charm that I get when I watch the the first trilogy, and then that's, I got it. Like George in, Lucas. You know? Yeah, and then I got, <laughs> it, I got it in. Uh, in what was the what was the not the latest one? The one before that. Not the last Jedi. The
0: oh, um Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah. You even get a little bit of that same charm in Force right. Awakens. I mean, because because I mean, if you if you break that one down, it's it's very similar to a New Hope. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it is so, basically. A yeah. New hope. yeah. Yeah. And so that, I think that's why everyone's like the uh, last Jedi is going to be like Empire, and they're like, oh, never mind. I <laughs> hope it's like what? Yeah. Did you just do my franchise. What did you do? <laughs> And I so. think I think when it came out, didn't JJ say say like something like, uh, "I probably should have stayed on" or something. I forget. I think he he said did. Some, yeah, Mark said Hamill something. said something like that too. Yeah. I was just like, eh. Mark Hamill was. I think he was the the pissed of uh, out of everybody.
1: Oh well, yeah, I don't know. You make Luke a bitch. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. But I mean, anyway, 2019 is going to be good for movies. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good tangent, though. But yeah, yeah. no, it's like I could talk about Star Wars forever. I could probably have a whole podcast on Star Wars. just Coming just, soon. Yeah. <laughs> just, get, just get you, Matt, and some other people. And, we could go on forever. Go on forever. Can, forever. Yeah, yeah, we could have three movies worth of Star Wars podcasts. We probably going for five years. Yeah, I bet. I bet <laughs> we could. Uh, we could analyze every movie for days. Yeah, no, sure. we could. And people would listen.
1: People just yeah. comment or something. Yeah. You know, Let would us you know. listen? Yeah, would yeah. you? Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, we're doing it. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, I have I I have so much Star Wars shit everywhere out in here. Yeah. It's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. And oh and even um not even movies, but uh TV, like HBO, I saw like what's coming. It looks insane. Like the just the amount of new shows that are coming out. Yeah. Is yeah. So I mean this Sorry. year looks like a lot of good. Content is coming out.
1: Good, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. The only thing I'm not glad about Daredevil and Punisher being gone.
0: I know, but, but uh, apparently, you know they're. So what? I what I'm thinking is since Disney's doing their whole streaming service, that they'll yeah. get picked up. Or Probably, maybe. I or would maybe they so. make it
1: into like another Defenders kind of thing or whatever. Oh, I, God, I
0: Hope not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I maybe wasn't. to do that. Yeah. I mean. I think if they just keep Daredevil and Punisher going, I'm I'm fine. But I I don't need to, I don't need another streaming service to subscribe
1: to. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing too. Is like I've never had HBO, and I might be yeah. the only person on earth who's never seen Game of Thrones. But like, I I want to watch it, but yeah. I just don't. I don't want to pay for any
0: more services. Yeah. And I mean, it's Netflix, just
1: like I need to bum it off of somebody so I can start watching I that know, one. You
0: should. Uh, yeah. I mean, in Netflix, I just got an email from them that's saying. We haven't raised our prices in a while, so in April, here we go. Wow, oh oh, man, cool, so cool, <laughs> great, lovely. Can't wait yeah. to pay more, more money for the same thing. I know, but I don't know. This see, this is the problem. I was just talking to a friend that all these people are now, are all these companies are like, let's make our uh, let's why don't we make content? Why don't we instead of yeah. selling it to these guys that do it? Why don't we just do it ourselves? Like Apple, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're starting they're gonna start making their own stuff. Man. I heard, like, you know, like, Hulu, you know, but I mean, they've been doing them for a bit now. But, you know, mm-hmm. when the, everyone – when they started doing it, everyone was like, really? <laughs> yeah. And, like, Amazon's got their own stuff.
1: I mean, even yeah. YouTube TV and, like, YouTube yeah. – uh, it's not YouTube Red anymore. I think it's YouTube Premium now. But, yeah. like, they even have their own shows. And
0: yeah. some of them are actually pretty good.
1: Yeah. Not actually, at all
0: hit winners. But, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. Of them.
1: It's like it bridges the gap between YouTube video and series. It's just, like, one of those things that uh, – yeah. It has production value to it, but it's still quirky enough that it's an internet thing. You know. Right.
0: Yeah. It Is lives it's... in
1: like a new gray area. Yeah. It's really
0: cool. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm very curious to see like the next five, ten years, what happens with streaming. Like. Really? Yeah. Just because it's, I mean, people are getting mad that like Roma won because it was a, a Netflix movie. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. should it be considered for an Oscar? And, you know, like it's on a streaming service, and it's like i think so but yeah you know I, it's yeah it, yeah it's i think it's <laughs> everyone's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and mm-hmm. i don't know it's interesting it's very it's fun though i'm 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 excited to see
1: yeah it, the whole like the world obviously is is changing mm-hmm. uh with everything we have going on. Um, I know a couple of years back when VR was introduced, everyone thought that we'd all be wearing goggles by now and, and rolling around in chairs like Wally. Um, we're getting there. We are. I think we are (laughs) getting pretty close now, but, um, do you think that, uh, like the Oscar, I don't know, not that they necessarily would go away, but do you think that, um, award shows and, and the like would be moving more towards something like the streamies where it's like the, uh, I guess, for lack of a better comparison, like the the Netflix, Hulu, even YouTube, yeah. uh, creator generation will start to be like on the same level or considered in the sa- in the same level as like Hollywood actors, Very actresses. I think
0: I, th- I I think the Oscars will never go away, even if they start kicking out categories. I think <laughs> I think the Oscars. That will... was the dumbest thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it was so stupid. But I think so. I think that everyone holds the Oscars on such a pedestal that they'll forever be where they are okay. but i i, I think I, I i i could see like these streaming other streaming services like youtube and whatnot becoming a little bit if if the content does become you know better and it could you know the production goes higher yeah i could see it because um you have all these influencers saying oh, like God. you know, you, know, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know like vote for me on this stream you know yeah you know vote up for me on the whatever streamies are coming up and it's like okay and like but the more like you follow some whoever it's like that becomes more prevalent the more like people are becoming like these personalities if you will that Mm -hmm. so i don't know who's to say they could they might not i don't i don't know you know they they always tell you during the oscars they always tell you uh do you need a no, it's on bed. Okay. Yeah, um, they always, like, say, like, and uh, the other day when we had our uh, less cool Oscars, you know, so it's like, right. there's always that, like, there's always those award shows that they have, but they don't like, televise unless exactly, you have that yes. one weird channel. So, yeah, what, there is always
1: that one weird channel, too.
0: Yeah. So, no, it'd be very interesting to see if, if like, the streamies or something else comes along. That's, mm-hmm. that's like, okay, we recognize that these these people are making uh, content just for youtube or just mm-hmm. for uh, you know vimeo or whatever, whatever is the new yeah. thing at the time um i don't know because it, then it goes to shit like then then like if disney had a movie that was just for their streaming service and mm-hmm. it, everyone was, uh, it was getting buzz it's like okay well is that now an oscar could that be an oscar contender or right you know if apple same thing with apple like Who's to say? I don't know. Because if Roma gets it, then then those people have to get it, right? I don't know. That's a good argument, though. Yeah. Like if
1: I start up my own platform. Yeah. And I'm the only one on the platform, and yeah. I submit for an Oscar. I don't. Maybe down the line they're gonna have to probably limit the. Uh, yeah
0: limit the submission somehow it's going to probably be like a view account or a critic rating or so I don't know something because i mean not every not every movie that netflix makes is is eligible because i think from what i understand is that your movie has to be screened in theaters to be eligible for an oscar okay. i could be complete i could be completely wrong well but because that's netflix definitely will definitely it used to be yeah netflix will do limited releases of their movies so they'll play in like a certain amount of theaters and then like roma did and then it'll be like okay now we're cons- like up for an oscar hmm. so i wonder if, like if so maybe if that's the only caveat is like okay you can make this movie for amazon or or apple but if you show mm. it in 25 to 50 theaters you can be eligible for an academy award so hmm. i don't know i don't know cuz i know spielberg mm. got got pretty upset that that roma was considered for an oscar and he was like because of it being a netflix mm-hmm. deal well, i
1: mean he did shoot lincoln on film
0: still and that yeah. one's pretty 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 recent still so i mean yeah he's still a little old school yeah well i mean scorsese is, is only shot on film too so was tarantino true. very
1: true
2: yeah
0: i mean Scorsese's next film is going it's for netflix
1: yeah so i mean so... he's I don't know. He's not exactly getting with the times, but he's adapting a little bit.
0: Yeah, you know? I th- also, I also think the reason he went for them was because they were going to give him a better deal than like Paramount or whoever he was yeah. trying to go for originally. Do you think that these big studios are going to
1: collapse? You think we're going to just see the rise of like Netflix becoming the new Paramount or like anything like I that? I don't know.
0: I don't know if they'll collapse, but I do think that that Netflix will become like the like a uh, like another Warner Brothers or something like that. I think that they'll it'll get that big. I mean. It, it already is. I mean, they're producing pretty much, yeah. So much. And I did read an article that said that they're starting to, they're going to start straying away from buying other properties. Like, you know how like they have all the office and they have all those shows? Yeah, yeah. They're like, because that's where most of their money goes is to hold all those there, that they're going to stop buying those and just focus on making original content. So if hmm. they do that, then they, yeah, they could potentially become a huge you know studio like why wouldn't you like they give yeah well they at produce... that point yeah they're becoming their own disney streaming service yeah you know i mean they produce so much content tv stand-up documentary yeah you know they they have it all kid shows you know it's like so why well, i mean yeah i could see them becoming just as big and and maybe being a problem for all these <laughs> other studios maybe that's yeah. what's maybe that's what spielberg's point is that like that i don't know because, you know, when like RKO, they're non-existent anymore. So it's like all these other big studios. I haven't are just, heard that in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it's always one of my ones that I bring up, and everyone's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, who who's to say? Like, maybe maybe Netflix will fall away. Who you know, like maybe, maybe something yeah. something will happen, and I don't know. You never know. Like everyone thought Blockbuster was the big thing. Yeah, Blockbuster and Napster, rent, man, they're gonna be there yeah. forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Blockbuster even started doing um, DVD rental services like Netflix. Yeah. And then, but Netflix just won. You know, it's like yep. sometimes sometimes you just can't compete. I don't know, there's something better about the new guy. Yeah. Whatever so it is, who, yeah. So who knows? I mean, my friend, my roommate was telling me that there's um, some company, I don't know if it's Sony or not, but they're developing a video game streaming service. So you could stream, oh, yeah. stream video games just like yeah. you can stream movies. There's so, actually, I get a couple Instagram ads for them
1: already. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I don't remember what the name of the service is, but basically what it is is um, you can play on uh, any platform. So mm-hmm. you can have it on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, whatever. If it has the ability to get data to it, you can play games on it. And uh, I guess what it is is somehow they have a way to stream you a like very powerful computer yeah and you can play anything on it well my thought was is what if they could do that for editing computers you know if it's if it's a powerful computer anyway if you just boot it up and then load premiere avid whatever you use you could be like sorry yeah. I'm, edit- I'm editing my movie right now <laughs> you know like, yeah you know, and that could be
0: you know they're... less than a year away yeah that'd be awesome i mean because i use for like Small stuff like, um, if I'm doing like little promo videos for this, I'll use uh, it's called um, Rush CC, yeah, and that's basically the iOS version of, of Premiere, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine, but you know, if yeah, if they could if you could stream like Adobe services or anything, or like, yeah, like, it, like yeah, I'm, I'm just just working on using DaVinci Resolve on my phone or you know, so Avid, good. you know, it's like, what. <laughs>
1: Sorry, uh, I'm color correcting my movie right now. Do you see these three <laughs> dials right here? You're just
0: because I know that I know that there's some like there are iPad apps or um, that you can like sync up to uh, Premiere that have like those color dials. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can use it as, like your as shit, effect controls. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I clear. I don't usually color correct because I'm colorblind, so I I'll leave that to other people. Gotcha. <laughs> that would that... well, that would make things a little more challenging,
1: but you could have yeah. some really interesting
0: looks. I know. That
1: would be just completely un- unnatural to somebody else
0: yeah, yeah. i um uh, i normally pass off my color correction because i'm like i'm always too scared and the same thing with when i do vfx i'm like i, I can never get it to quite match well enough because i see like certain colors differently so to Ooh. me it looks fine but someone will go like why is that green i'm like nah it's yellow he's like "No, nah, it's it's green. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I I I, I uh from um my ex-girlfriend, I painted her like this giant giraffe and she's like, Why'd you paint it green? I'm like, Giraffes aren't green. <laughs> you know? So it, it Oh, well Yeah. So she's go. like like, No, they're not. I'm like, Oh cool, cool, cool. <laughs> But anyway, it, for a while that became like that was like the placeholder of my uh production company. It was called Green Draft Productions for a while just because that's of cool. of that. Yeah, so <laughs> What is it now? Now um it's called The uh, Longest Title Productions. The Longest Title. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Title. I like Excellent. it. Thanks. Yeah. So that's the one I just started with uh, my two my two friends. Nice, so, man. Yeah. Um I still have Green Draft for like personal things, but there uh, you go. Yeah. But but um yeah, we're 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 trying to trying to hit the big leagues with this with longest title, you know. Where... There you go,
1: man. Yeah, longest title, man. That's uh, that's a cool one. But it, you. you know what? Actually, Green Giraffe to me it reminds me of like a bad robot. Like the name just yeah. sticks with you.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, wonder if I, I definitely have a business card somewhere. I was just looking at them because um, I, l- I want you to see it. But uh, um, I'll look later. Um, yeah, sure. But yeah like because I, I i made like this graphic of like a green it's like a draft that's green and like i had this lo- I made like a whole logo for it for the intros of film mm-hmm. that's that's cool i like that and then i just kind of stopped using it i don't know but okay, no yeah. i still have it i still have it. it's like my side brand or whatever but i just i've been yeah, there you on go other stuff so it'd be cool like yeah i might maybe i'll uh boot it up and put everything else underneath it you know <laughs> you can use it as your consulting agency exactly. or whatever yeah
2: exactly
1: or it's like the parent company or whatever yeah but yeah i don't have a business card on me but we got stickers on
0: like everything yeah. so there's the it. ufo and uh yeah they're all over everything yeah. i have that's awesome so <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah i remember when you were making all those stickers and you were yeah. posting all this shit like uh what do you guys think you know like is this good and blah blah blah, blah. that's yeah. awesome that's that's, yeah. that's the stuff i like that like seeing you like actually like 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 doing like making like your brand because like, that's like very unique like that because when i see that like I, I, like you know how you just like brainlessly peruse through like stories and stuff you're yeah. like and you stop and I'm like oh that's uh let's go cool stuff you know oh cool it's like well, i don't yeah, even have to working. Yeah. yeah i don't even have to like look at the name it's just like boom and it's like oh that's astro and I'm like Sweet. That's, so that's that's cool it's yeah like, it works it's working for My me plan is coming yeah together. <laughs> <laughs> and i saw and i saw, like, um, you posted too that you were you were thinking about getting into clothing, or at some point. Yeah, or yeah, I'm trying dope. to
1: figure out. Um, I got a couple of people I've been talking to about it, but I mean they're busy too. So my goal, I wanted to have stuff by my birthday, which was mm-hmm. February. Um oh, but, I uh, Hey, thanks. But uh, yeah, it just didn't end up working out. I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm, I'm saying it right here, right <laughs> now. I'm gonna have merch by the end of the year. Nice. Uh, I want to have at least um, hats. So I'd love to do like this hat I have on right here. Yeah. It's one of those like. Uh, it's not a dry fit, but it's, like, the Adidas equivalent of it. But, like, I want to have an athletic hat with the UFO stitched on it in white. And I would wear that, like, endlessly. And yeah. then uh, just basic, like, plain T-shirts with the UFO stitched over here or whatever. Nice. And um, just, you maybe get, like, a crew shirt, have it say crew on the back or whatever. But, like, just simple, you know, yeah. workman man clothes. And then, like, maybe some... Maybe some cool stuff, too. I don't know. I know enough people who do clothing brands, and we've done enough commercials for some clothing brands. Shout out V-Stellar X. But um, they uh, they just do really cool stuff. So, I mean, I have plenty of opportunities to maybe do some collaborations yeah. with some lo- like Detroit, uh, local Detroit brands and stuff. So, I mean, it'd be really cool just to throw the UFO on whenever we can.
0: Yeah. Let me know when you have some hoodies. I'll send you one as soon as we get <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing better than a nice soft hoodie. Oh yeah, it's got it's got to be soft though. It can't feel yeah. like just some basic yeah. There's this uh there's this um company out here it's this gym actually and they they're, they're uh, they've totally gone into the clothing business and like their stuff is it's it's ba- it's like I wouldn't say basic but like a lot of it's like pretty simple design yeah. but the quality of of clothing is just so nice and you wouldn't expect it from a gym because but they've they've put so much branding and so much research and development into their clothing that it's like it sells out instantly because they they're, um, they'll like say like hey shit's dropping you know tomorrow or on Wednesday and like everyone's online at like seven a.m. right wow. like I've even done it I've even like they're like okay seven a.m. drop time so I'll like wake up five minutes before and like get online and it's like fuck awesome. it's already those shorts I wanted I've already sold out and it's like holy shit you know and it's like damn that's really cool yeah but it's like it's crazy you wouldn't think that like a gym like that's like mm-hmm. they started as a gym and they're like okay we want to get into clothing we want to brand ourselves yeah and now they're like now they're a clothing company, too, which That's is awesome, which is nuts. Yeah. And their shit is super soft <laughs> like the hoodie. It. I love, love it. hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe you'll maybe Astro will be a, a dope clothing company, too. You know, I've, I've
1: always I I've want to diversify it into a lot more things. That's definitely one that I would love to get into. But uh I just need to figure out how to make it work. You know, yeah. It's like I'm already trying to figure out how to make this side. I work. And I just have to figure out if I can even make this side work, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. I want to do everything. That's
0: the problem. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's our <laughs> problem too. Is because like yeah. uh, we started off. Okay, we're we're longest title productions. We make films. They're like, well, we shouldn't limit ourselves. Because and then we got like some guy wants us to help him with this video game. Okay, like, okay. Well, now we do video games. It's like, okay, cool. Well, we can do, or, or, fine, fine, fine. We're just a multimedia company. <laughs> is what we mm-hmm. decided.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so that, we don't
0: know where that's going. We're just, we just we're we're gonna do everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know, it's really funny too because. I made a couple other companies before Astro and it was literally just for the gratification of saying, I have a company exactly. and I never did anything with them, but like having them actually, it kind of helped though because the very first one was like, uh, whatever productions and it limits you to right. you know, productions. And then the next one was uh, media cause I was like, okay, you know, I want to do more than just that. And then I was just like, I dropped all that just creative company. So it's Astro it's creative company. We do video we do pictures. We're, we just opened up our graphic design branch. So we yes. have a graphic design part of the business now, too. And, you know, I'm trying to find uh, people who do animation who would like to work with us as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just going to keep your own it, you know, and then Creative Co. can go inside. We could do clothing. We could start dope. doing maybe we get some illustrators. Maybe we, yeah. you know, whatever.
0: So we, we left the door as wide open as we could. Yeah. Well, if you need someone, let me, let me know. I <laughs> I I'd, 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 uh, I'd <laughs> dabble in animation, so I don't know how how well i can help 2d people. or 3d 2d okay cool definitely we'll need
1: some of that yeah, so you'll okay. you'll get a call and it'll all be right. a hey cool. can, I, can i trade you another podcast for uh... <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: gonna have to dust off all the old uh materials <laughs> oh, for sure i have my Cinti- okay. i actually have my cintiq set up over here <laughs> oh <laughs> nice. my okay. notes yeah <laughs> there you go um yeah um that's dope that's awesome i'm excited for you Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, like I said before, I, I can't wait to see because I just see you hustling and grinding and just like like just the amount of work and like quality stuff that I see. Like even even if it's just what you put on Instagram is is like you don't see many people. I mean, you see people like doing it, but for the wrong reasons. And mm-hmm. what I see from you is like you're just doing it because this is what I I mean. This is how I feel. But it's mm-hmm. just like you do it because you're passionate about it and it's just something cool to do and it's not like you know like because like a lot of people you'll see is like this is you know, this, I'm doing this and I want money out of it and I want you to like, like me for this and I want mm-hmm. followers and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I don't get that from you. And I'm sure you want all those that things. that comes across.
1: No, I yeah. just think for me, dude, Instagram, it's like, it's one of those things where obviously, yeah, it's important to have a presence or whatever. But mm-hmm. if that's your goal, like I watched yeah. way too much Gary Vee, I'm going to start sounding like him here in a second. No, but, um, I, I do the same if, thing. I, watch, if, I love if that's Gary your v. goal, like you're not going to go anywhere if you're focusing on where you want to like. Yeah have it it's just i just like making cool stuff like you're saying so yeah. like um at the end of 2018 i was like i want to switch the style up i want to do something cool like maybe i'll try montages but i don't want yeah. it to look like everybody else's right like style or design or whatever so i made that first one and literally haven't posted for like two months and then yeah. i was just like okay i did a couple trips let me just do like this big photoshop montage God, i love that just stuff And I posted up like nine pictures. I think it was even yesterday or whatever. (laughs) It was just like, I just need, I want to just do some more cool stuff and put it all together. So it's really, it's more for me to just be like, okay, if I go back a couple of years, I can look at the stuff that I had and be like, okay, that was kind of whack. And then, you know, go last year. Okay, that's pretty cool. And then I'm hoping that when I go back and look at this year, it's like, okay, you know, it's one of those things, again, it's like you're starting to bloom and then like the creativity just like happens. And now now you have like, okay, I have a look, I have a style, I have a whatever. Yeah. And I feel I'm like, I'm right at the point, at least on Instagram, where I feel like the look and the style and like kind of what I want it to be is kind of starting to become a thing.
0: Yeah. And like... I think the, what I like though is, is that it's uniquely you. And like, so when I see your stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, this, this is specific to Alex. And like, so when I saw on my timeline, just like, the fifty photos of you like doing your thing, <laughs> yeah. And then I like when I was I went on your profile to like you know just scroll through and see like. Mm-hmm. when I was actually I was actually trying making that little uh, that uh, post where I was like you're coming on oh, nice. today. Yeah. Um. I I I saw like that that all the photos you posted were like w- made up one big one and like I didn't realize that at the time I was scrolling through. Yeah. And I saw I'm like oh that's fucking dope you know like yeah that, it was just so cool like they that they all. Made one big collage, and mm-hmm. like you see that, but like, but not like I I, I haven't seen it like you've done it. So well, thank you. I'm glad yeah. it worked. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and I'm okay, not trying. Cool. I'm not trying to suck your dick over here, you know. So, <laughs> but well, it'd be hard to do from that far. But I appreciate dope. the offer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I just want you to know that I I do like and appreciate what you're doing out there, and exactly. and it's it's yeah. it comes from an authentic place. It, it, how I feel so. I just want you to know that <laughs> Making it really well. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, do you have any big creative plans outside of Astro or anything aside oh, from, man. aside from Aladdin? Any, let's see. Anything? I mean, big creative plans outside of it. Um, like any, any big projects that you're working on or want to work on or,
1: um, I definitely want to do more, um, uh, Like, we're doing a lot of travel work, which is cool. Mm -hmm. We're doing a lot of event work, which is cool. But I want to get back into more, um, not exactly even narrative stuff, but just, like, beautifully shot, either commercial or music video or even, you know, documentary. I love documentary. Yeah. And uh, we have a couple different opportunities on the table to do some documentary stuff right now. Um, But, like... The the style for documentary now is just like it has to be like incredibly cinematic. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I love how documentaries kind of changed from like a news thing almost to just being beautifully told and shown uh, yeah. storytelling. And it's just that is awesome. So if I could, if if we actually have the opportunity to do uh, some of the stuff that's been brought to the table, and we can figure out how to do it, it's more. It's one of those things again where it's like okay, well, I'm not really sure how, but we're going to figure it out kind of things. If we can pull it off, there's a few that we can, we might have two documentaries on the, uh, on the table by the end of the year. That's awesome. And that would be cool because we're really looking to get it onto something like a Netflix or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, if it works, it works. If not, you know, we'll see what happens, but it's, we have some cool opportunities I'm looking forward to for sure. Oh,
0: that's so dope. Yeah. That's Awesome. Um, Uh to come out
1: to la we'll we'll do some work with you
0: (laughs) yeah you should you should definitely come (laughs) out here are you are you planning on staying in in uh, michigan for a while or do you have any like big plans to move out the uh, thing anywhere
1: the thing is is a lot of people who do uh work out of michigan their whole goal is like i just need to get enough in my reel that i can go to la or so Mm -hmm. i can go to new york or even chicago or even like atlanta took a lot of people from us too yeah um but really like at first i was like yeah i want to go to la like i'm just going to go out to la and 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 do my thing and it's going to be awesome and whatever and the more i started thinking about it the more i realized that there's a bunch of talent here that like either is is overlooked or they leave or whatever mm-hmm. so if if i stick around and we establish ourselves in detroit for a while you know we're a little over a year in we're doing okay and if we stick it out, I don't you like know, like five—I like to think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. But um, uh, if we stick around, you know, five, ten years or whatever, and we we're well established, and mm-hmm. maybe we have the opportunity of becoming, you know, the Detroit video brand. You know, there's there's plenty of people who do great stuff, but if we could become like a staple of the area, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe even you know the Midwest or whatever, we have the opportunity to do. I'd love to just establish ourselves where it's like, hey, these guys kick ass. And they're from Detroit, they're in Detroit, yeah. they, they do their thing where they're from. And if you really think about it, a lot of the people that I know who have who have moved to LA will get flown back to Detroit to do work in Detroit, but because they're based in LA, they get to the work. So it's one of those yeah. weird things where it's like, if you show the industry, okay, they're already good. They're already there. We don't need to fly out our people from LA or New York. We could just hire the locals that do cool stuff. Or it's a right. thing where you know, I'd love to say that we could make Detroit the next Hollywood. I don't think that'll happen because they won't bring the damn incentives back. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it just it would be really cool to kind of just establish ourselves here, and then mm-hmm. if we have to travel or if we want to travel or whatever, we go out to LA to do some work. We go out to New York to do some work. I just have like a like a weird affection for the area I just, yeah. i'm stuck to it and i really like it and there's, there's nothing really wrong with that but um if i was to move
0: i think i'd end up coming back
1: gotcha yeah i think yeah. i would just end
0: up coming back here i mean yeah i mean there's something and there's also like detroit's a very unique place too so. definitely yeah definitely I, yeah. yeah i i love it there um but you know i do love la <laughs> it's cold as hell right yeah. now <laughs> yeah I, I bet yeah there's it's that fun, so it's finally warming up here I, I like the cold, but, uh, you know, what is, what is finally warming up for you? What is, what is that weather? Well, you know, uh, it's, it's very different than what I would assume you're finally warming up is, but, right, yeah. um, the last couple of weeks it's been in like the fifties and now right oh, now it's, man. it's 64. <laughs> so, that's, that's really rough oh, out there. Dude, it's the, it's the frigid tundra out here. <laughs> i bet yeah. you know,
1: the weird thing is too we we get used to weather in like certain ways and stuff um and like the worst part about the midwest is as soon as you get used to the summer it's the winter and as soon as you yeah. get used to winter it's the summer yeah so you're always in like a weird flux but like i feel like if i stayed out in la for like i don't know a month or something i'd be the same way where it's like oh my god 60 is so cold
0: right but right? yeah i was i was um someone was telling me the same thing because they were in they lived in uh, new york or chicago i forget yeah where they're like aren't you, they're like they and they live here now they're like uh, aren't you why aren't uh why are you cold it's you lived in new york and they're like well yeah i live here now i'm used to this yeah. you would know? <laughs> pretty
1: quick yeah as you know, as far as you know the human body goes it's pretty cool yeah
0: so yeah but I'm, I'm glad i don't have to deal with snow
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna see it's uh yeah what
0: cool is, it? is it what
1: is it right now i don't know Let me see. right now it's 33 okay but uh, <laughs> uh, we have a little bit of snow still left out there, but yeah, 33. Dang. And that's for us.
0: It's actually warming up a yeah, little bit. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah. <laughs> I remember I spent a winter in, in uh, Michigan and it was like eight degrees. I'm like, eight? What?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. We had like this, this really weird cold front come in where it was like minus 30 for like Jesus. a week. For like a week. And people's like uh, furnaces and stuff were just giving out and people's Holy houses shit. were just freezing solid. It was it was uh, just typical Michigan
0: winter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was in um Vancouver and it was like what was it? it must have been like 4 degrees It was negative like 20 Celsius. I think it's like about 4 degrees That's or something. it's really cold. Yeah, but I was like I how do people live in this? And like I had a I was on um I was visiting a set uh, and I had a the guy that I was with, he couldn't bring me for like a day, so I, I like took a bus and then had to walk the rest. So I walked through the snow in vans. and I'm like, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that canvas stayed wet for a long time. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I don't. I'm from Arizona, so I don't have winter clothes. Oh have yeah, win- you are. Yeah, I oh, man. I don't have winter clothes. We don't have winter. True. Yeah. So I still haven't been to Arizona. I need to go. You should. There's a lot of. There's a lot of uh, good uh, cinematography opportunities there. that's just all i I see man yeah yeah everything is beautiful everywhere you look it's not fair yeah yeah i mean that's where my my buddy who does the weddings is based out of so um, nice okay yeah he gets a lot of if you're over there i'll I'll put you guys in contact yeah but i'll still give you his his contact anyway okay cool um yeah um any you have any advice for for people trying to get to where they want to go or if you could give yourself a piece of advice Young like the younger Alex a piece of advice Oh okay um,
1: well, If I was talking to younger me if, if I was talking to high school me Take some business classes So you yeah. know what the hell you're doing in a few years um, Or uh, Actually you know what a good one is is uh, Especially for like younger filmmakers Or really younger creatives in general If you um If you think that you're going to make it by yourself You're going to have a really rough time mm. It's a Collaborative effort for almost every creative, everything. So if you, you know, if you, if you have the mentality of, um, I have this million dollar idea, I can't share it with anybody, you know, like you have to sign an NDA to even hang out with me kind of like mentality. Um, more than likely it's never going to happen. If if you don't, if you're not comfortable enough with the fact that like you need people on your crew and you need people around you that can help you and give you advice, it's going to be a really rough time for you, especially in video. Because you can't do it without, you know, a crew or a group or or whatever. So uh, that's that's the one main thing. The other thing, um, especially that I ran into when I was uh, a younger filmmaker, is um, if you're 18 and you're working on a set with people who are in their early 30s and stuff, people who have been in the industry for a long time, you know. You you go into it and you know you're younger, you don't know as much, whatever. But like if you if you do know something or you like can tell people um you know, like, hey, I think we could probably pull it off doing it this way, and you know what you're talking about, and you're like not being cocky or whatever, but you're just like, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Don't be afraid to like offer suggestions and stuff. They might try and blow you off because ah, you're just a kid, whatever. But there were plenty of times where you know, someone didn't have any idea what to do. And I offered a suggestion and it's something that, that worked. And it's, some people are really like, um, they'll just not like you immediately because you're strapping young lad or, or lass or whatever. So, uh, there's been times where, um, you know, an older crew member would just like immediately not like me or something just because yeah. of, because of age. um, but don't let that stuff kinda of tear you away. They're like, Oh, you haven't put your time in yet. Blah, 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 blah. And they're kind of right a little bit in some in some aspects. But at the same time, we have access to things a lot earlier than some of the older filmmakers do. So we can have plenty more experience at a lot younger of an age. So yeah. you could be out shooting on your iPhone as a kid born after two thousand from the time you're four years old, you know, and by the time you're ten, you'll have a better understanding of composition than somebody who started in college back in the eighties. So That's right. You have plenty of an advantage right now, plus YouTube education, basically YouTube university. You can do or learn or figure out or download or torrent anything you possibly can imagine now. So just keep doing stuff. Don't let people stop you, and just consistency is going to get you better more than anything else. So just keep doing stuff, and you're going to learn along the way. Boom. Mic drop.
0: (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I couldn't set it any better. Thank you. I took awesome. it right off off the screen you typed up for me. Nice. I did, <laughs> I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> I said I sent him an email and said, "Please read this at read the this end." Read this verbatim <laughs> and then give me credit. Right <laughs> off of the screen there. Do uh, do people still torrent things? Is that a thing?
1: I don't know, but it sounded good. So <laughs> yeah. I haven't opened LimeWire since like twenty. 2008 maybe, I don't yeah. know. It's been a long time. <laughs> LimeWire fucked my shit up. <laughs> Dude, yes. It was bad. <laughs> so, many, so many viruses. Did you ever do FrostWire? Yep. yep. Okay, did, yeah, did. It, was, yeah. For me, it was like LimeWire, FrostWire, and then there was one other one. I, Probably, I forget. After FrostWire,
0: I was like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of lost faith. Do you remember uh, jailbreaking your iPods? Oh, God. <laughs> that was like, the biggest thing <laughs> My one friend,
1: he was so happy that he changed. It said uh, like the service up in the corner or whatever. Yeah. And it said, um, you know, like Sprint or something lame. And he got it to be like the Batman symbol. And it was like the coolest thing
0: That's awesome. in like <laughs> sixth grade or whatever it was. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, it's, oh it's got to be sixth, sixth or seventh grade for me too. Yeah. Where everyone was like jailbreaking. And then you'd have that one friend that knew how to, how to uh, fix it if you yeah. fucked up. Yeah. there's always that one kid in the school yep. who knew how to get to fix it.
1: Fine, I'll fix it for you again.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Kids they don't mean, have to deal with that shit anymore. No, they don't. They just get a cool phone and everything yeah. works. You know, their, their their parents give them the the new one thousand dollar iPhone and they have all the streaming. <laughs> Us for kids, we uh, we had to download music illegally and then type in, look up, Google the album and then type in where it said track one, track two, <laughs> Yeah, drag in the uh, the, the album artwork. And, oh, that was the best. Was and, then, the uh, yeah. and then, yeah, and then drag them to our iPod Touches or uh, yep. Nanos. Or... <laughs> I still use my first-gen uh, iPod Touch. I still have it. I still have
1: my. I don't know where it is, and, but I, uh, still, I know I still have it. Dude, the music on that thing is gold. I have so much. That was like through my metal phase. So I have like all the good stuff on there. I went
0: through a metal phase. <laughs> Uh, I found my iPod Mini when my parents were moving. I, uh, nice. Yeah, and it still works. If you have that that old school cord, mm-hmm. it still works. Those anything that had the uh, the plug before this one yeah. the light
1: port or whatever, so
0: um, long rectangle those one. Those
1: things are monsters. Like, yeah, I had that iPod Touch went through the wash twice. <laughs>
0: it still works like it's it's old, so the battery's not very good yeah. anymore. But it's a tank. It's crazy. Yeah, my um, my MacBook is from 2012, and it's I mean it's starting to crap out now, but yeah. it's it still does its job. Yeah. I can't edit. I can't edit anything on it anymore, but I can. Ju- <laughs> I use it. I use it to watch movies and send emails. There you go. And plus, it has more than just four ports.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, I hate that so much. I have oh, it's a so dongle plugged nice. in for my microphone and there's only like a couple ports and it's just dumb (laughs) do you have the the newer macbook yeah i had to get it uh for like travel work and stuff so i had to have something that was powerful um the computer itself is is pretty cool the keyboard is like super super thin it takes some getting used to uh the touch bar is super gimmicky and almost useless and the um the ports thing is just stupid they should just give you especially on the pro people know that you're using it for editing that's yeah. like the reason people get these computers and they give you four ports and they're all usbc i get the idea of moving to the future but like it's so inaccessible <laughs> to almost everything that you use
0: yeah i saw someone they posted a picture of their setup and they had the newest macbook pro but they had like that thing that connects into the ports and it had like 10 extra ports i'm like that's probably what i would have to do
1: <laughs> right and you know the funny thing is too is i got this one uh, first of all, the month before they released the updated version. Oh, cool. But, <laughs> um, but then also it was right around the time that they had an uh, a an, uh, software bug, basically, that wouldn't allow third-party adapters to work in the computer. I went through oh, like dear. three different third-party adapters that like you plug them in. Yeah. And because you have the, the two ports on the side, it plugs into both ports. Then they give you two more USB-C. Uh, two USB 3.0 and HDMI, like the, the basic stuff again, yeah. right? And um, I went through like two or three of them. They all plugged in. They all connected, but nothing would work through them. And it was like this this dumb thing where Apple was like, "Ha, ah, you can't use third-party connections. You have to use our dumb little dongles.
2: You, you
0: have to use the ones that we have that we sell for $95.
1: Exactly. Then <laughs> they
0: dropped a new, um,
1: the new MacBook. They dropped the software update. I just haven't gotten around to getting another one, but um, I guess they work now. So. Yeah, well, Good old yeah. software updates. but um, Yeah, if you don't need a MacBook, I would say don't get one because they cost way too much.
0: Yeah. I'm, um, I'm just if, a huge Mac fanboy.
1: That's the problem, Apple, too, is yeah. I love how they function. Yeah. And that's how they get you. But I, um, I uh, my idea originally was, oh, yeah, I'll get the MacBook. We'll go all Mac. Everything will be great. Mm. And it went from that to... God, it costs way too much money. I could build a PC that's like four times more powerful for almost the same price, but less.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll I'll go to Windows 10 again. I still hate Windows 10.
0: Uh, my my uh, my day job, uh, I work on Windows, and I hate it. I hate it so much.
1: <laughs> it tries to do things smart, but I think it might just be because I'm used to Mac.
0: Yeah, that I hate it. Yeah, because people. do.
1: Yeah, people who are like Windows hundred percent all the way—they love Windows ten. And everything that I hear all the time is, well, if you need something, just push the Windows key and start typing. That's what everyone says. All all the people. And if you're a Windows ten person and you like that, that's great. But it's just dumb. <laughs> just like fuck just, you. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's just dumb.
0: I don't know. I've just I'm with I'm with you. I'm like, with you. I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> um. All right. Anything? Any last? little tidbits or things you want to get out there want the people to know you by
1: oh man um well uh i don't know harrison's awesome you should listen to stuff (laughs) that's the main thing um what do you do for fun what do i do for fun dude i play red dead redemption 2 that's
0: what i do for fun okay there we go i still haven't beat i'm like 20 (laughs) percent 20% 20% just, left or 20% in? 20% in. I just haven't had time. Oh, yeah. Well, the problem was is what I
1: did for that game is when it came out, um, I loved the first one, first of all. And uh, when the second one came out, what I did is I made sure that I was off of doing whatever I was doing for Astro at
2: yeah.
1: uh, at least like 8 or 9 p.m. And then what I would do is I would just drive home as quick as I could and play that until like 3 in the morning.
2: <laughs> Get of an <laughs> an sleep. Hour sleep. Hours, go back yeah. to
1: so I, I spent way too much time and not enough sleep making sure I played as much of that game as I possibly could. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I beat it, and it was really cool, and I'm not going to give anything away, but then I had to start it over again. And by yeah. the time I started yeah. it over again, the online came out. So I still, every so often, I'll boot it back up, and I just have to... That's it's awesome. such a good story. I, it's I actually, love
0: it. I, I mean, I love westerns. I love... that game engine so i'm like itching to get back to it but i know that when i do turn it on i'm going to sit there for at least three hours so doing right after this yeah (laughs) probably (laughs) what you're doing playing red dead probably Uh, maybe maybe i'll do that too (laughs) are you on playstation or xbox um it's on xbox but i do have Uh, a playstation my roommate my roommate bought it so i've been mooching off him but Uh, my system in my room is a ps4 I knew I liked you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what we'll have to do then too is I'll get your
1: I'll get your tag, and whenever we do actually yeah. end up having a free time, we'll yeah. play something. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I for fun, dude. Uh, I I don't like honestly. I have a lot of fun with what I do, so I'm I'm doing what I what I like, which is good. Um, but yeah, if it's something where like I'm home, I don't want, I don't have anything to do. It's it's mainly I'll go and I'll play you know games or whatever. I'm really bad at Fortnite. I'm really bad at Apex Legends. Anything like that, I'm horrible at all those <laughs> games. But I, I try and have fun with them until an 11-year-old yeah. shoots me and starts yelling at me over a microphone. Then I kind of lose it a little bit. And uh, I have to get yeah, off. I, I miss so, those
0: days of playing Call of Duty in like high school. And all, you hear all these 12-year-olds who are like,
2: fuck you! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just <laughs> I just, me and my roommate have been, recently been playing Call of Duty. And I, I just can't believe how bad I suck now. Because I used to play online all the time, and now yeah, I'm just go. so good. Yeah, and we played a drinking game out of it. And I, every time you oh, die, you take a sip. I was in the bathroom all night. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that. The only thing I can do games like that, maybe
1: Mario Kart or Smash Bros. Yep. And then uh, actually, I have my, I have my N64. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I got the uh, I got the NES in the basement, and then the Sega Genesis that still work, too. It's pretty oh, sweet. No
0: yep. That's sick.
1: Mm -hmm. play some sonic every so often just to do it so
0: So yeah people out here don't have basements (laughs) (laughs) losers (laughs) when i build my own house i'm gonna put a basement in there and be like do you have a basement fuck yeah i do you guys really don't have basements in california they're not they're not that popular no huh weird yeah it's a very mid mid you know west west east coast thing yeah No way okay
2: well yeah. i guess
1: i mean if you think about it that's where we stole our winter shit so
2: yeah that's <laughs> it so yeah i
0: don't know hey yeah, man it might it be it. Be that. i don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well
0: um, any any place that you want people to find you oh yeah you can find or... me,
1: uh, you can find me on instagram and uh, actually on twitter as well at shoot alexander don't actually shoot me please it's a play on words <laughs> um but yeah no spaces or anything it's just shoot alexander that's me and then uh if you want to check out astro it's at astro creative co and the website is astrocreative.co. you can find all of our cool stuff there and uh there'll be more coming real soon
0: awesome yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what you guys got cooking up thanks man of course and uh you guys know where to find me you can find me harrison or you can find me on instagram at harrison burger twitter harrison c burger um, check out the podcast page on Instagram. It's written and directed by Pod. Um, and the Twitter, which I haven't really used yet, but it's at, ri- at right Direct Pod, I think. I don't know. Shit. All the links. You don't even know these- your own Twitter. <laughs> I know. All of the links for all of this will be in the description below. Um, you can find the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts iTunes, Spotify are um, the major two. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the Uh, podcast on YouTube. If you want to see what Alex looks like, if you want to see what I look like. I have a face. He does. And it's... Pretty I got a okay. face for radio. It's a yeah. face for radio. Yeah, it's a good joke. <laughs> it works out good here. So yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you, Alex. thanks you for joining me on this. I thanks really for having it. me. Man. Yeah. I know we've been trying to get it going for a bit, but uh, it all oh, worked out. Yeah. It all worked, it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to but get back I do. from Africa, but now I we're know. here. I <laughs> know. That's awesome. That's one place I do want to get get to at some point. It seems, you need to go. It seems yeah. like a fun time.
1: Everybody listening, everybody watching, you
0: also need to go to Africa yeah. at some point if you get the chance. I think that's, I think if, if one thing I could tell people, I'm tell you guys a lot is that it's, you should travel because yes, it is a huge game changer yeah. for like just, just no. in general, you just experience yeah. stuff. that just changes your, your thought process on things, different cultures, different, seeing different things. Um, but yeah. And uh, yeah. So thank, thank you for being here and I appreciate it guys. I will see you on next Friday. I might see you sometime. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, we should do this again. Well, you know, we should, we should, and uh, maybe whenever we decide, we'll, we'll do like a, a recap at some point and see, like, hey, remember back in 2019? That'd be <laughs> and, fun. And also, yeah. if, if you
1: get a chance where you want to dedicate something specifically to Marvel or Star Wars, we'll get yeah. mad on here too and we'll go crazy with it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that would be fun too, like a bonus. We'll just, after you see uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay yeah I'll, I'll give you a call cool. soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thanks for joining us i really appreciate it love you guys all and alex thank you again and i will see you next week cut <laughs>